Welcome to Stacy on the Right, the podcast. You know what's awesome? Getting a chance to speak to a sitting U.S. Senator, which we will do here in just a couple of minutes. I want to start off by pointing you over to Thrivent Financial. You can find your purpose and live your calling starting your next career today at thriveinfinancial.com slash advisor careers. They're looking for people to join in and offer financial services to individuals across this country. And that might be your next career choice. So check it out at thriveinfinancial.com slash advisor careers. All right, you know, one of my favorite things is when I get to chat with uh, Senator Steve Daines, the great senator from Montana. He joins us right now to share uh, about a number of different bills that he's putting forward in the U.S. Senate that are going to help everyone from unborn babies uh, to Americans writ large. This is actually a great opportunity for us. We have a fifth generation Montanan, Steve Daines. He brings 28 years of private sector business experience to Washington, D.C. and serves the people of Montana and the U.S. Senate. Senator Daines, thank you for coming on today. Glad to join you, Stacey. So I have information here, and this is near and dear to my heart. Um, it, this is something that I have done a lot of public speaking on. I've written about it, and I really feel like uh, you know it's it's a calling for me personally to support the pro-life mission, pro-life, pro-woman, pro-baby, pro-child, pro-men. It's really it's about you know natural conception to natural death. Um, people are of value made and created in the image of God. And you hold that same view, and you specifically are um, talking about protecting babies diagnosed with Down syndrome from abortion. Um, How did you come to hold such a strong pro-life belief? Well, Stacey, uh, we see the world and we see life the same way. Uh, Every life, no matter how small or how many chromosomes they may have, has the God-given right to life. You know, our founding fathers were clear on that in the Declaration of Independence. Talk about these, these certain unalienable rights that are given us by our Creator, it says, with a capital C. And it says life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And you can't have uh, liberty and the pursuit of happiness without first ha- the, the most fundamental right, and that is the right to life. When you talk about uh, Down syndrome, this is about lethal discrimination. Sadly, 67%, two out of three babies with Down syndrome in the United States are being selectively aborted. It's chilling. And 70% plus of Americans oppose this type of lethal discrimination. Uh, there was a poll done by the Knights of Columbus and the Marist poll. So we're on the right side of this issue, of course, morally. We're also on the right side of this issue in terms of public opinion. Uh, we need to pass a bill that I have introduced in the United States Senate that protects these precious lives, which I'm calling on the Senate leadership to bring it up for a floor vote. So this is courageous because uh, this is kind of a, a well-kept secret in our country, not because it's the information is not available, Senator, but because we don't have uh, you know, mainstream news media outlets. You don't see it on the 6 o'clock news. The statistics that you just quoted are often quoted in places where you know, there's a, a pro-life message that's prevalent. Um, but in, in mainstream news, uh, they don't talk about the abortion rate for children who are diagnosed with Down syndrome. And they also don't talk about the rate of error of those tests. Those tests have been found to be extraordinarily inaccurate which means some people are aborting babies that don't have anything wrong with them. There's no, there's no abnormal or abnormality, no defect whatsoever. And then there are others who 
they decide not to abort and then they have the baby and the success story is they love that child just as they would if there were no differences. And they often go on to talk about what a joyous experience it is having a Downs kid in the household, having that community around them and experiencing life through a different perspective because Downs kids actually bring a joy to life that the rest of us, we just, we lack it. And it may be intentional. Maybe God is, is trying to show us something that we, we need to work on. But it's it's amazing. I have friends who have kids who are Downs. And these are special people. So we're, we're actually, by not talking about it, by not having it on the news, by not routinely just talking about that percentage, we're... We're, we're leaving something out of the conversation that is so important, and there's a benefit to it. it as with everything, there's there's the, the negative, but then there's the flip side of it, which is the positive, and we're not al- even allowed to discuss that. It's even censored on Facebook. These statistics are routinely you know, hidden behind little warnings on Instagram. Um, so what you're doing is so important by elevating this to the level of the U.S. Senate and having a discussion from there, which Americans can actually plug into. You know, um, I've been told if you walk the streets of Iceland, you don't see any Downs children or Downs adults because they virtually have 100% of lethal discrimination against Down syndrome babies. And this is, again, it's chilling. And think about Special Olympics. Uh, when I was in the private sector, I worked for a software company for a number of years. We we sponsored, we were a sponsor of Special Olympics, and people come and cheer for those Special Olympics athletes. Sometimes it's the only applause they they get in their life, and those Special Olympics bring so much joy to our communities and the families. So on one hand, we'll have folks on who are uh, pro-abortion. They'll be cheering at the Special Olympics. My question to them is, then why are you protecting those same Special Olympics athletes in the womb? And why are you allowing us to selectively abort those little babies just because they're lacking a chromosome? And I think we need to have this question raised and have public debate about it and, and, and bring back this question is what really is life? Is life based only on potential or is it the inherent value of life as somebody who's made in the image of God? Yeah, and and the benefit that our children bring to us, no matter what their ability level. Uh, I, I I don't meet people who say, "Oh, you know, I wish I'd never had this baby." I've never met a person who said that, and I've met so many people who have children who have special needs. There's they have special abilities. They're specially abled. I love the different uh, ways of describing the way that they live and the way that they overcome their circumstances, and it's a testimony to just how wonderfully we are made as human beings that we don't have to be quote unquote perfect to enjoy life and to bring joy to others. Uh, I, I want to pivot over Senator Danes to your bipartisan bill to boost American innovation and combat China. Uh, this is, this is a bill that has passed the U S Senate. Can you tell us about it? Yeah. So um, it was called the endless frontier act. And some of your listeners may know, Stacey, I lived in China for six years when I was working for Procter & Gamble. We were there to launch American brands to compete against Chinese brands. So we were marketing and selling great American brands like uh, Safeguard Soap, Crest Toothpaste, Tide Laundry Detergent, and we were competing head-to-head with the Chinese brands that were sponsored by the, the communist government. And guess what? We beat them handily because we had a superior American product. So I've got a lot of experience and and understanding the threats and the opportunities that China presents. But on the threat side, we have got to continue to invest in this country in technology 
you think about what's going to happen in the next 10 and 20 years relates to what's happening with quantum computing, artificial intelligence, biotechnology, cyber warfare. And this, this bill that we passed the United States Senate was going to help America move faster in making sure we're staying on the cutting edge of innovation and technology. We've got to win this race against China. Uh, by most estimates, they're going to have the world's largest economy in the next five to ten years. They're just they're biting on our heels right now. We have the largest economy. China's number two, and it's a long ways to get to the number three economy in Japan. So it's really a neck-and-neck neck race. We've got to win this race. Uh, yes, we can do things to try to slow China down, but most importantly, we've got to find ways to speed America up. So, Senator Daines, this is one area in which I feel like we we kind of come with a built-in advantage, and that is uh, America is a place where creativity and innovation spring forth like, you know, the, the sun rises every morning, we have creativity and innovation every day. It seems to flourish from everywhere that you look, from our, from our babies, you know, we have genius babies, all the way up to, you know, people who are in the marketplace and have been there for 30 or 40 years and continually create new companies and products, and then go on to sell those and then create more new companies and products. We have serial innovation here, serial entrepreneurship. So it's not a matter of us lacking anything. The issue, in my opinion, is that we have such bad leadership in Washington, D.C., that we actually have a party, the Democrats, who want to stifle that innovation and handcuff businesses with taxes and regulations that prevent us from competing, not just here in our own country, but internationally on the, the global stage. Uh, what would you like to see happen to make sure that companies in America have the superior footing that is built into us as a Judeo-Christian country with, with our amazing uh, talent that we have? here well you 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 nailed it stacy uh you think about the advantages we have in america that allow us to beat china over the long haul we are free they're not we have the rule of law they don't we also have abundant supply of energy and china doesn't in fact they're the world's number one importer of oil i'm concerned about where president biden and the Democrats want to take this country because they are threatening all three of those advantages that we have right now versus China. Bigger government, higher taxes, more regulations, totalitarianism, socialist kind of policies. That is exactly what we don't need, and that is how we lose the race against China because we have these built-in inherent advantages. Uh, and that's why what's going on here in Washington, D.C., this fight for freedom and liberty is, is bigger than just in the United States because the world looks to us as the leaders in freedom and innovation, the, the world's most prosperous economy. But that's all, I believe, right now at risk with these policies coming down from Joe Biden and the Democrats who want to shut down American energy production. He kills the Keystone Pipeline on one hand, and then he goes over and visits with Putin and greenlights the Nord Stream 2 mm -hmm. gas line, giving them permission to run a natural gas line from Russia into Germany, creating more money for Russia and more dependency for Europe on, for Russian natural gas and energy. That's a huge mistake. And so that's the battle we face here. And this battle that we are fighting right now as we speak will have profound consequences for the next generation. It will. And, and, and so when you talk about that, my, what comforts me is that you're there in the, the U.S. Senate and that you are, are articulating this and putting it out there for us to, to compare. Because 
One of the things that enables us to think critically about a subject is when we have leadership like yourself discussing it and putting it at a level where Americans can say, oh, wait, this is an issue because Senator Daines is discussing it. He's bringing this to our attention. And now we need to examine the both sides of the issue. Do we need higher taxes? Do we need more regulation? What happened when we cut those things during the Trump years? What will happen if we increase those things now? Why do we have the Nord Stream, uh, Nord 2 uh, pipeline? Why is that actually approved when we're shutting down pipeline access in the U.S.? These are questions Americans need to consider. Uh, and so I, I, I'm, if you're just tuning into the show, we're chatting with uh, the senator from Montana. He is Steve Daines, and he's joining us today to talk about a number of issues to include um, this this last topic for us today sir we have this nominee biden's nominee for public lands um you're opposing this nominee who is it and why are you opposing her tracy stone manning yeah well um tracy stone manning has been nominated by the biden administration to be the director of blm the bureau of land management which uh, uh oversees millions of acres of, of public lands in America. I have serious concerns with ethical issues that have been raised regarding her taking a massive personal loan from a major Democrat donor and a real estate developer, which she got a sweetheart deal on it while serving as congressional staffer for Senator John Tester. It raises questions about the conflict of interest regarding her and also rings into uh, doubt whether she's violated several Senate ethics rules. There's also new information that we have that came out of some Idaho court records just this last week about a letter that she sent. She typed it and mailed it regarding tree spiking, something that occurred years ago. It's a horrible letter. It's eco-terrorism. In fact, the text of this letter was just made public for the first time ever. Let me tell you, the text of this letter she sent is appalling, it raises questions as to why she didn't go straight to law enforcement when she first typed that letter and mailed it. So we should not move forward with the nomination process until we get these answers and clarity from Ms. Stone Manning on these ethical issues. Mm. And and uh, this is the Bureau of Land Management, which, you know, obviously it preserves this this agency is, is meant to preserve public lands, um, to maintain them, you know, tend the garden, as it were, um, and make sure that the lands are protected and available for use by American citizens for hunting, fishing, uh, you know, some, some drilling, um, grazing for for huge uh, farmers and ranchers who have huge herds of cattle. Um, these are lands that are also co-managed by the American people. And so the person who runs this agency has to have an understanding of that and a respect for the work that is done by everyday Americans who actually assist the Bureau of Land Management in uh, tending these lands and keeping them in tip-top you know, operational condition uh, as it pertains to the management of land. It's like actually a thing. You can get a degree in it. You can you know, it's 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 not just oh, we have lands, we put fence around, fences around them, and then you know, it's more than that, right? It is. You know, we we've got to be stewards of the uh, the lands that have been given to us. Either we're going to manage our forests, or our forests are going to manage us. And we see that with wildfires going on at the moment um, out west. And it's critical that whoever is in that position, one, has that understanding, uh, and two, th 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 this tree spiking letter is very troubling. Um, when my colleagues have actually read the letter, uh, their jaws drop. And this is new information that we did not have. Uh, just came out last week from some court records where the, there was a trial held. People went to jail as re regarding these trees spiking. And this is back to the, the timber wars of years ago when these eco-terrorists would drive great big spikes 
spikes into trees. And then when the loggers would come and cut them down, they would be injured. Or when the trees went into the sawmills, uh, they would destroy blades. They would injure sawmill workers. It's horrible. It's horrible, Stacy. And uh, uh, I think that the senators need to be aware of this letter that was sent. And, uh, and they'll make the decision accordingly in terms of whether or not she's qualified. I'll be opposing her nomination. I, I have serious concerns. Yeah, and my, my hope and prayer is that others in the Senate will stand firmly in opposition to anyone who would um, in any way validate the use of tree spikes because we're talking about the loss of limbs and the loss of life for people who work in a factory or are on a piece of machinery that encounters a tree spike. It's, it's, it's eco-terrorism, but it's also a crime uh, to intentionally place something that would then injure someone in the course of their work. It's as if you're intentionally cutting off their arm or their limb or blinding them or killing them because you know what the effect of a tree spike is going to be. Any person who would in any way validate that type of activity not only should not be serving uh, in, in our government or nominated for such an, and this is an impactful position running the Bureau of Land Management, but there's also the question of whether or not she may have been involved in criminal activity, in my opinion, because she validates these types of, of things, the, the tree spike. So um, I, I just... I always enjoy it when you can join us. And I know you're very busy and it's always an honor to have you here and to have some of your time. Um, United States Senator for Montana, Steve Daines. Thank you and please keep up the good work. Thanks for your time, Stacy. Super fun story about Senator Daines. After interviewing him, we had a caller in to the SiriusXM night program who said that he'd been in a Bible study led by Senator Daines in Montana before he actually was elected to the U.S. Senate. That Senator Daines is a Bible scholar, a man who knows the Bible like no other. Every time I've interviewed him, I've felt that kind of sense that he's a God-fearing Christian man who has been called forward for leadership in a time like this. And I just want to encourage you if, you, you know, if you feel led to step out and make that kind of a move, start praying about it and then take action. We have a country that is in great need of godly leadership. And I think it's because some of us are hanging back because we don't feel equipped. How can I do something, a job that big, etc.? You can do it. You can do all things through Christ. And so I just encourage you today to uh, take a page out of Senator Daines's book and step out into those leadership roles locally, uh, regionally, nationally, as you see fit and feel called after praying through it. So I want to now go into something really important, which is your health care options. Do you feel like you're getting exactly what you need from your health care option? Are you looking at the ACA through a job change or maybe, you know, retirement or what have you, and you're just thinking, this is not going to serve me well. It's not what I'm looking for. Well, if that's the case, you should consider signing up for health sharing with the Alliance for Shared Health. There are over 40,000 households participating right now, and you would share with them the financial burden of health care expenses, including need sharing for critical illness, accidents, dental and vision. You have a virtual care provider at zero cost to you, and you can pick up your prescriptions from the pharmacy just as you do now, only you would use your share prescription card. You can order lab Labs, imaging tests, discounts there are up to 80% off. Open enrollment is now. You want to join with the others, saving up to 50 to 70% on your monthly premiums while making a difference in the lives of others who share your values. So reach out to Ash today. You can head over to stacyontheright.com and click the banner ad to sign up now. That's stacyontheright.com. Click the banner ad and start sharing and saving today. Alliance for Shared Health, changing healthcare, changing lives. One more quick thing. Our newest sponsor added to our sponsor family here at Family Vision Media is Thrivent. You can find your purpose and live your calling by starting your next career today. Head over to thriveinfinancial.com slash advisor careers or reach out to David A. Sample. You can find the banner ad with his number and everything else you need at familyvisionmedia.org. 
We're so blessed to have you listening to the podcast. If you find anything here that you love, please remember to share it. Have a great day. We'll be back with you soon.